ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਜੀ ਏਕੋ ਅੰਕਾਰ ਸਤਨਾਮ ਕਰਤਾ ਪੁਰਖ ਨਿਰਭਉ ਨਿਰਵੈਰ ਅਕਾਲ ਮੂਰਤ ਅਜੂਨੀ ਸਾ ਭੰਗ ਔਰ ਪ੍ਰਸਾਦ ਜਪੇ ਆਦ ਸਚ ਜਗਾਦ ਸਚ ਹੈ ਪੀ ਸਚ ਨਾਨਕ ਹੋਸੀ ਪੀ ਸਚ ਏਕੋ ਅੰਕਾਰ ਸਤਨਾਮ ਕਰਤਾ ਪੁਰਖ ਨਿਰਭਉ ਨਿਰਵੈਰ ਅਕਾਲ ਮੂਰਤ ਅਜੂਨੀ ਸਾ ਭੰਗ ਔਰ ਪ੍ਰਸਾਦ ਜਪੇ ਆਦ ਸਚ ਜੁਗਾਦ ਸਚ ਹੈ ਭੀ ਸਚ ਨਾਨਕ ਹੋਸੀ ਭੀ ਸਚ ਏਕੋ ਅੰਕਾਰ ਸਤਨਾਮ ਕਰਤਾ ਪੁਰਖ ਬਰ ਅਕਾਲ ਮੂਰਤ ਅਜੂਨੀ ਸਰਪੰਗ ਗੁਰ ਪ੍ਰਸਾਦ ਜਪੇ ਆਦ ਸਚ ਜੁਗਾਦ ਸਚ ਹੈ ਭੀ ਸਚ ਨਾਨਕ ਹੋਸੀ ਭੀ ਸਚ ਏਕੋ ਅੰਕਾਰ ਸਤਨਾਮ ਕਰਤਾ ਪੁਰਖ ਨਿਰਭਉ ਨਿਰਵੈਰ ਅਕਾਲ ਮੂਰਤ ਜੁਨੀ ਸਪੰਗ ਗੁਰ ਪ੍ਰਸਾਦ ਜਪੇ ਆਦ ਸਚ ਜੁਗਾਦ ਸਚ ਹੈ ਭੀ ਸਚ ਨਾਨਕ ਹੋਸੀ ਭੀ ਸਚ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਜੀ ਸਤਨਾਮ ਸ੍ਰੀ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਜੀ ਸਤਨਾਮ ਸ੍ਰੀ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਮੂਕ ਉਚਰਾ ਸਾਸਤਰ ਖਟ ਪਿੰਗ ਗਿਰਨ ਚਰ ਜਾਈ ਅੰਧ ਲਖਾ ਬਦਰੋ ਸੁਨੈ ਜੋ ਕਾਲ ਕਿਰਪਾ ਕਰਾਈ ਕਹਾ ਬੁੱਧ ਪ੍ਰਭ ਤੁਛ ਹਮਾਰੀ ਬਰਨ ਸਕੈ ਮਹਿਮਾ ਜੋ ਤਿਹਾਰੀ ਹਮ ਨਾ ਸਕਤ ਕਰ ਸਿਫਤ ਤੁਮਾਰੀ ਆਪ ਲਿਹੋ ਤੁਮ ਕਥਾ ਸੁਧਾਰੀ ਹਮ ਨਾ ਸਕਤ ਕਰ ਸਿਫਤ ਤੁਮਾਰੀ ਆਪ ਲਿਹੋ ਤੁਮ ਕਥਾ ਸੁਧਾਰੀ ਗੁਰੂ ਪਿਆਰੀ ਸਾਧ ਸੰਗਤ ਜੀ ਗਾਜ ਬਾਜ ਕੇ ਫਤਿਹ ਪ੍ਰਵਾਨ ਕਰੋ ਜੀ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਤਨ ਤਨ ਰਾਜਾਨ ਰਾਜ ਭਾਣਾਨ ਪਾਣ ਦੇਵਾਨ ਦੇਵ ਉਪਮਾ ਮਹਾਨ ਚਾਰ ਸ਼ਤ ਤੱਕ ਦੇ ਮਾਲਕ ਤਨ ਤਨ ਸ੍ਰੀ ਗੁਰੂ ਗ੍ਰੰਥ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਤਾਂ ਆਪ ਹੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਆਪ ਹੀ ਸਾਧ ਸੰਗਤ ਜੀ ਵਡਭਾਗੀ ਹੋ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਨੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਜੀ ਨੇ ਕੀ ਗੋਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਆਨੰਦ ਮਾਨ ਆਨੰਦ ਮਾਨ ਰਹੇ ਹੋ ਤਾਂ ਕੀਰਤਨੀਆਂ ਤੋਂ ਕੀਰਤਨ ਸਰਵਨ ਕੀਤਾ ਤਾਂ ਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਨੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਸਾਰਿਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਇਸ ਸੁਭਾਗੇ ਸਮੇਂ ਬਖਸ਼ੇ ਇਸ ਦੀਵਾਨ ਬੈਠਣ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਤਾਂ ਹੁਣ ਕਿਰਪਾ ਕਰੀਏ ਕਿ ਗੁਰੂ ਗੋਬਿੰਦ ਸਿੰਘ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਦੇ ਇਤਿਹਾਸ ਤੇ ਧਿਆਨ ਲਾਈਏ ਤਾਂ ਵਿਚਾਰ ਸ਼ੁਰੂ ਕਰੀਏ ਜੀ ਸੋ ਵਿਦ ਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਦੀ ਕਿਰਪਾ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਵੈਰੀ ਬਲੈਸਡ ਟੂ ਬੀ ਸਿਟਿੰਗ ਇਨ ਦਾ ਸੈਂਕਚੁਰੀ ਆਫ ਗੁਰੂ ਗ੍ਰੰਥ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਐਂਡ ਅਮੰਗਸ ਗੁਰੂ ਰੂਪ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਸਾਧ ਸੰਗਤ ਐਂਡ ਟੁਡੇਸ ਟੌਪਿਕ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਰੀਲੀ ਇੰਪੋਰਟੈਂਟ ਟੌਪਿਕ ਐਂਡ ਅ ਹਿਊਜ ਟੌਪਿਕ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਸਿੱਖੀ ਫਾਊਂਡੇਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਸਿੱਖੀ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਟ ਇਜ਼ ਆਫ ਸ਼ਹੀਦੀ ਐਂਡ ਰਾਜ ਐਂਡ ਕੰਟੀਨਿਊਇੰਗ ਵਿਦ ਦੀ ਲੜੀ regarding guru gobind singh ji maharaj's itihas we're going to do our best and with guru sahib's assist and the sangat's assist das will try and do a timeline from guru gobind singh ji maharaj's first battle the battle of pangani up until today in terms of how the pant has honored and accepted shahidi and how the pant has endeavored and still continues to endeavor for raj in the many forms that it takes <clears throat> so with regards to the journey that we're going to go on now it starts at the battle of pangani which is the first battle of gurugobind singh ji maharaj 
with the bunt. And this was in 1686, so when Guru Sahib was around 20, 21 years old. And you can trace the, the, the reasoning or the causation of this, this battle back from the time when Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj was in Siri Anandpur Sahib. And the local hill Raja, the Hindu hill chiefs that were ruling the provinces around Siri Anandpur Sahib in the hilly areas, there are 22 of them. The leader of all of them was Raja Peem Jand of Gahalur, which is now called Bilaspur. Some of you may have even been there. It's about 50 kilometers away from Anandpur Sahib. And Raja Peem Jand, although he initially was very blessed and his family had a connection with the Guru's house. Guru Teg Bahadur Ji Maharaj even tied the star on his head when his father passed away so that he could now take upon the responsibility of, of being the leader within that house. Even, within the, even, with, it, even with all the bakshashan that the Guru's house has given him, he still, still turned sour and jealousy corroded him from within. And he was one of the main people that instigated the problems at Siri Anandapur Sahib that led to the Battle of Jumkor. So just to give you a little bit of context. And he was growing envious of the Khalsa and Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj with the Khalsa blossoming at Siri Anandapur Sahib. And a point came when his son Raja Ajmer Singh was due to be married to the daughter of Raja, Raja Fateh Shah, who was another one of these 22 Raja. Raja Fateh Shah was a Sikh of Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj. And what happened, Raja Peem Chand was getting quite envious of the things that Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj had. Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj had a Kabli Tambi, a Tambu. A Tambu, a tent that was made from Kabul. And the story behind it shows one of many very instances where the Sikhs had Sharda in Guru Sahib. And there was a Sikh, an Amir Sikh, a very rich Sikh in Kabul. And he saw this huge tent being made for Aurangzeb. And when this, he saw this structure being made, that took several years, he asked the people, how much did this cost? And they replied, Savalak, 125,000 rupees, which in those days which was a huge amount. And he said, who's it going to? He said, Aurangzeb. And he replied, he's saying, Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj, He said, take double the amount of money and make a tambu twice as better, twice as good for Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj. So there was that tambu. There was also the Prasadi Hati, a Hati, an elephant that was given by Raja Ratan Rai to Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj that used to do the seva of Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj. He used to watch Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj Jaran by letting out water from the, the trunk and also do the Chaur Sahib seva of Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj. And there was also the Ranjit Nagara. So Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj created a Nagara that is very famous within our history and is said to be so instrumental within the Darbar of Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj and so powerful that when struck 50 kilometers away, Raja Peem Chand himself heard the lightning coming from that Nagara. And within those provinces, there was a rule that no one could play a Nagara, no one could have an army, and no one could show any signs of rule or sovereignty. And Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj went against all of this. And Peem Chand got annoyed, but also was very jealous. And Sahasangji, this is really important to understand when we think about Raj because Guru Sahib Aap went in being unapologetic and didn't go out of their way to be rude against people but didn't compromise on their principles either. If people said you're not allowed to play in Nagara 
But for Guru Sahib and Nagara was important, Guru Sahib played in the Nagara. If people locally said that you weren't allowed to have training or an army, but that was important to Guru Sahib, then Guru Sahib didn't care what anyone else thought. They weren't doing it to attack other people or offend other people. They were just sticking to their dharam. And that's something that we have fell behind on massively as Sikh. That Gayveri, we, we try and warp Sikhi or we leave out the bits of Sikhi that we might feel would offend people or make things awkward. But Saad Sangaji, Guru Sahib, and Aap, they've started this tradition so we are no one to hide the truth from the world, even if it means sometimes being in awkward situations. Sikhi comes first. So Raja Peem Chand devised a plan to actually get these things of Guru Sahib. And he asked Guru Sahib for this wedding if he could borrow those things. And Guru Sahib gave a job to say, look, the sang- Guru Sahib knew what was happening. And Guru Sahib na jawab that the Sangat have given me these offerings, so I can't give them to you. Whatever I've bought myself, I'll borrow you those. And he got really annoyed at that fact. And I also added fuel to the fires that the fact that Guru uh, Raja Fateh Shah asked Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj Aap to come to the wedding. And Guru Sahib knew what was at play. So Guru Sahib sent Panj So Singh 500 Singhs with Sava Lakh Rupai as a gift for the, bride, for the daughter of Raja Fatisha. And when uh, Raja Peem Chand saw this, the fact that gifts had come from Guru Sahib, it made his blood boil. And he said to Raja Fatisha that unless you cut off ties with the Guru, this wedding is off. Now Raja Fatisha, unfortunately for him, didn't have Prosa and Guru Sahib and was more concerned about his daughter getting married. And for that reason, he turned his back on Guru Sahib, sent those things back, sent that Maya back, and agreed to attack Guru Sahib with Bhim Chand, which le- later led to the battle of Pangani at Ponta Sahib. On the way back, those Panjso Singh were attacked by Bhim Chand's forces, and that started this battle. The first battle of Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj, where Guru Sahib was still victorious, even when there was 4,000 Singhs against 30,000 Pihari Raja. So I'm not going to go too much into the battle, but just to give you a timeline <clears throat> as to where things started. So this is about 10 years before, 13 years before the first Amrit Sanchar, the first Vasaki. Guru Sahib had started planting these seeds of us being independent and nirmal, pure and perfect in every sense, but not listening, not abiding to other people's rules and not letting anyone enforce anything upon us. And Guru Sahib went to war to defend that as well. With regards to Shahidi in the Battle of Pangani, there's an amazing part of Itihas referring to Peer Buddusha, who is a great Gursik of Guru Sahib, and he was a Peer, he was a, a Muslim saint, but attached himself to the Charan of Guru Gobind Singh Ji. And what happened in the pre- preparation of this battle is that Peer Buddusha had some followers, some Pathans, that were out of work and were laid off by the Mughal regime. And Peer Buddusha said, Guru Sahib, will you take them on as mercenaries? And Guru Sahib and no problem. For many, many months, they took the Tanakha of Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj, they ate Langar, and when time came for the Battle of Pangani, or Pajige, they ran, and then Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj said to Peer Buddusha, look at what your soldiers have done. I've been paying them for many, many months, and now when the time has come to do the work of a soldier, or Pajige, and they actually went to the Pahari Raja and said, we'll side with you, but we'll make a deal. Let us loot whatever we, ever you want, and we'll give you the victory. And then Peer Budusha felt so embarrassed that he got 500 to 700 of his own murids, his own followers, along with his sons, 
and went and was shamal in that battle of Pangani and two of his sons were even shaheed and he said to his followers and his sons as well that if we become shaheed in this battle then Guru Sahib will not only sort out all of our affairs or our family's affairs in this world but also the next world as well so even people of other tarams that became Gurusikhs not only appreciated the value of shahidi but even gave their own family members with that and you might ask what did Piri Buddhu Shah ask in return when his wife found out about their sons being shaheed she thought wow Guru Sahib is going to give us loads of money or loads of gifts Guru Sahib is really going to appreciate this so when Piri Buddhu Shah went to Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj they were combing their case with their kanga and Piri Buddhu Shah told what happened and Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj they were very happy with the fact that he sacrificed his two sons for this battle and for Taram and Guru Sahib ne mangla jo mangna whatever you want ask for Peer Buddhu Shah had so much sharda in Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj said Guru Sahib sab kuch thwade haath cha jo thwade haath chhega oh hi de deo you have everything within your hands Guru Sahib whatever's in your hands just give me that and at that point Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj doing their kanga and they had their kanga and a bit of case and oh Peer Buddhu Shah ne de ta si and that kanga and that bit of case is still <coughs> still present at um, Siri Kesgarh Sahib in the Ingita Sahib you can do darshan of it today Moving forward, if we fast forward now to the Battle of Chamkaur Sahib and Anandapur Sahib, where Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj warned us as the Khalsa, as, our, as their children, to not listen to the Pahari Raja, to not fa keep faith in the Muslims and the Hindus. But because of circumstances, because of the book, because of the Dukh, Khalsa, Khalsa Manneni. And we all know the general itihas of where Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj left Anandapur Sahib, had all those battles. We had the Parwar Vishwara, Sirsan Nadi, and then ended up at the Battle of Chamkor. And Guru Sahib gave a button. First of all, when they're in Anandapur Sahib, because things got very tense. And Guru Sahib ne kya ki janane jana lekke chaljo ki me thoda Guru ni ta tusit mere sekhni. Guru Sahib went in beer ras and said, "Look, if you really want to leave this bad, then write it, because I don't want the realms of history to cite that I was your Guru and I let you walk out." and die needlessly so if you really want to go write it on a paper that you are no longer my responsibility and at that point many of the Khalsa were very very unsure there were 50-50 they were like how can we leave Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj but then how can we stay as well and at that point the Mukhi Singhs there were Charlie Singhs 40 Singhs Singhs such as the Panj Piyare the Panj Mukti Pai Bajitr Singh Pai Mani Singh Baba Deep Singh Ji these great Mahan Mughur Sikhs that said, Guru Sahib, Asi, Asi jana. we're not going to go. And Guru Sahib even shouted that. They said, this is Jaljo, what are you going to do here? You must just go as well. Guru Sahib even tested them then. And they said, Guru Sahib, you're everything we've got. We're not going to get anything from that. And at that point, Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj gave a button. It comes to Surah Prakash. That because of these 40 things that didn't go up their faith, and then also inspired the rest of the Sangat not to sign that Bidava, that the foundation, the seed of Sikhi will flourish forever because of those 40 things. And Guru Sahib said that in Sajkhand, in the, in the utmost heavens, this bead of Sikhi has now been planted because you didn't waver. And Guru Sahib said that this bead will flourish and whenever the Banth needs or requires assistance, great Gursikhs like you will come back time and time again and give Shahidi and take the Banth and do the seva that's needed. And we'll come back to that in a little bit. 
going forward, now from Anantpur Sahib to Chamkaur Sahib, what bachan do Guru Gobind Singh Ji do about Jang and Raj? When Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj given the final speech to the Singhs to say, look, I have to say, I have to say, now we're going to have to fight. I tried to warn you, but you are stubborn. But even then, just as children are stubborn with their parents, the parents always forgive them and take them into their fold, such as Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj does with those things at Jamkawar Sahib. And Guru Sahib at that point said that the greatest stuff, the greatest bhakti someone can do is shihidi. The greatest thing you can do for your Sikhi is to give your life for it. And Guru Gobind Singh Ji gave a var, gave, why Guru gave a button, to say that the further you get in the battlefield, the more Raj I will give to the Khalsa. Now the Singhs are hearing this and they're getting pumped up. And one thing saying, And now they're charged, not because they're only going to give Shahidi for themselves, but Guru Sahib said, the further we get in this battlefield, the more happiness I will get and the more Raj I will baksh to the Khalsa in the future. And because of that charge up from Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj, we hear about the feats that the Singhs conquered. <coughs> the lights of Baba Ajit Singh Ji, Baba Jujar Singh Ji, jumping around like lightning bolts and destroying 10-20 Mughals at once. Baba Ajit Singh Ji, before becoming Shaheed, there was a general called Anwar Khan who was sitting on a palki and he saw how powerful Baba Ajit Singh Ji was and he shouted for all of his forces to attack Baba Ajit Singh Ji. No one dared come close. And when Baba Ajit Singh Ji's spear broke in half, he did an even bigger halai. He's now said, charge, he's weak, go and get him. And Baba Ajit Singh Ji, the surma they were, thought, before I go, I better shut this person up. Baba Ajit Singh Ji, with one leap, jumps onto his elephant and stabs Anwar Khan in the dead and finishes him off before attaining Shahidi. So I'm not going to go in too much to that sakka because you can read that at the house. But Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj kept this thought of Shahidi at the forefront of everything and made us realize how important it is and also the fall, the rewards we get of it as well. And we kind of claim the fact that within a hundred years time the Khalsa had Raj under Maharaj Ranjit Singh and there's no doubt it was because of the Qurbaniya that those things gave. And in the future as well when the Khalsa will do Raj that will be because of the blood spilt by our Shaheeds. Present, past, and to come in the future. If we go back slightly within that episode, I'm going to focus on Pai Uday Singh Ji for a little while. Because their Shahidi is amazing. Pai Uday Singh Ji was the general of the Khalsa, and they became Shaheed before the Battle of Chamkor. As the Pant was heading to the river Sarsa, as the, the convoy of the Khalsa was defended, defending the rest of the Sangat, but Uday Singh Ji was at the back and they were the one that replaced Baba Ajit Singh Ji when Guru Gobind Singh Ji called for Baba Ajit Singh Ji. And it's said that when Baba Uday Singh Ji jumped into the battlefield, the Mughals thought themselves as Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj. There was that much Shakti, that much power in Pai Uday Singh Ji that they actually thought Guru Gobind Singh Ji had entered the battle. And he was destroying the forces so quickly that again, no one dared to get close. And all of the generals are now shouting, Pakarlo, Marlo, Enu. The Guru has entered the battlefield. This is the time we're waiting for. And all the Mughal generals and the Bahari Raja are saying to their 
So just think of the rewards Aurangzeb will give you if you capture Guru Gobind Singh Ji. Think of the riches Aurangzeb will give you if you kill Guru Gobind Singh Ji. And it's said that by Uday Singh Ji fought for four and a half hours before attaining Shahidi. And whilst he was in the battlefield, not one Mughal soldier got past. And we see a common theme as to how these cowards ended up killing these things. Is that after trying to get close to these things and realizing they were no match, they all stood back like the cowards were the, they were and shot at once. And Gavi Santorosinji writes that after having 20 30 bullets within his body, blood pouring down, even then he fell forward. Now, Saad Sangaji, anyone that watches films or has seen anyone that gets hit or shot, generally the body's tendency is to fall backwards. But this is one of the Nishanis, Pandit Sher Singh in the Grant um, talking about Surma describes one of the niyams, one of the traditions of a true Surma is that they never take a step back in the battlefield, even when they're dying. And by Uday Singh Ji, even though they were shot in the forehead as well, never fell backwards. Even on their Shahidi, they fell forwards and took one step further within that battlefield. And you'll find the exact same thing in a Kalifullah Singh Ji Shahidi as well. And once Uday Singh Ji became Shaheed, the Mughals thought they'd done it. For a short time, they thought it was over. And they even sent newspapers around the whole Mughal Empire saying, Murela Guru Margya. That Murela Guru, Murela means stubborn. That we have killed the stubborn Guru. And then after a short period after, some of the Mughals thought there's no way we've killed Guru Gobind Singh this easy. And they realized where Guru Sahib had went after. So Saad Sangaji. Before Pai Uday Singh Ji became Shahidi, became Shaheed, in the conversation between Pai Uday Singh Ji and Guru Gobind Singh Ji, as they're having those final moments, Pai Uday Singh Ji asked Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj, Guruji, you always tell other Guru Sikhs what's going to happen to them when they die. I'm one of your closest Sikhs, please tell me what's going to happen when I become Shaheed. And please bless me to always stay close with you. And Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj gave a bhajan to say that, Jar wari thanu sardari bhakshaniya. I'm going to give you Sardari, I'm going to make you a ruler of the Panth four times. After that, you can come and stay with me in the heavens. So, Saad Sangaji, going forward, with regards to Pai Uday Singhji, you might be thinking, when did they come back? And I'm going to leave that just for a minute. We're going to do it now, actually. So, fast forwarding to the time now, in 50, 60 years ago, the times of the Dam Damitak Sal when Vade Mahapur, Kisan Gyani Gurbachan Singh Ji, Khalsa Ramali were doing Prachar. So, for anyone that doesn't know who they are, we would have all heard of Sant Janel Singh Ji. The leader before Sant Janel Singh Ji was Sant Kartar Singh Ji. And the leader before Sant Kartar Singh Ji was Sant Gurbachan Singh Ji, who are referred to as Vade Mahapur. And Gyani Balbir Singh Ji describes an encounter between Vade Mahapurk and Sant Kartar Singh Ji at Anandpur Sahib. One day after doing Prachar in the local area, Sant Kartar Singh Ji's seva was to read Nitinam all day to Vade Mahapurk, Sant Gurbachan Singh Ji. And they were outside Kesgar Sahib, and Vade Mahapurk said to Sant Kartar Singh Ji, Let's do Ardas now at the Kesgar Sahib. And all the things, you can imagine there's 50 to 100 things, and as you go to Anandpur Sahib, and those, there's those stairs, the stairs would have been full of the things, and Sant Kartar Singh Ji was doing the Ardas, and in the Ardas you could see he was starting to tear up, getting very, very emotional, and became in a state of Varag, of detachment, and focusing their, charan, focusing their mind on the charan, the feet of Guru Gobind Singh Ji. 
started to really, really well up. And after the Ardas was done, all the Singhs were watching this. And Vardya Mahapur Sankar Bachchan Singh Ji went and put their hand on the shoulder of Sankar Das Singh Ji and said, Why are you worrying? You were there at the time. You see Nali see. And at this point, the Singhs were thinking, well, What does that mean? And I like, But all of them were quite scared to ask Vardya Mahapur, What was that Bachchan he said? And after hearing this, Sankar Das Singh Ji went away. After thinking about what Guru Gobind Singh Ji gave for all of us in the Ardas, thinking about the Sahib Zadeh Shahidi, sacrificing their mother, having to leave Anandpur Sahib, and being thankful for everything Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj gave for us as their children. And the Singhs went back to their Rahash. And then the close Singhs had to find out. So they went to Vade Mahapur and said, Mahapur Kirpa Karo, like, you said this to Sant Kirtar Singh Ji, please tell us what you meant. And Vade Mahapur Kirpa don't worry about it. Stop asking me. And the Singhs, Guru Baba Ji had, Vardai uh, Mahapurk uh, had prayed for the Singhs. So the, when the Singhs kept doing a binti, when they kept asking, they thought, Jalang, I don't normally tell things like this, but because you're so determined to know, Midas Dunga. And they said, the reason I said to Sankartar Singh Ji, to we Nali is because Sankartar Singh Ji was there at the time when Guru Gobind Singh Ji left Anandpur Sahib. And he was one of the things that fought with Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj in their previous life. Now obviously that's not enough for the Singh. So the Singh said, Guru, uh, Babaji, who was it? They said to Vardemapur, which Singh? There was many Singhs with, with Guru Gobind Singh Ji that became Shiid. Tell us which one. And again Vardemapur said, Nay, nay, don't worry. I've told you enough now. And they kept persisting. And after constantly asking Vardemapur, Vardemapur told them that Sankirtar Singh Ji, their previous life was by Uday Singh Ji. So Saad Singh Ji, the power of Shahidi doesn't just finish in our history. Shaheeds live on and come back many, many times within this world and do immense seva for this pant. And just to clarify, you can take being the leader of the Dhamdhamitik Sal as a form of Sardari, one of the ways that Sant Kirtar Singh Ji, Upai Ode Singh Ji led the pant. Who knows what the other three were? Or maybe they're to come as well. It's important to remember that shaheeds aren't a part of our history, that they live on and the power is still with us. Continuing with Vardya Mahapur Sandgur Bachchan Singh Ji, another story comes to mind that you can read about in the autobiography Gyan Kirana that reassures us in a very, very exciting way. And it's said again, Vardya Mahapur went to Chumkaur Sahib once and they stayed there for 40 days and did a lot of jab, a lot of bhakti. And after 40 days, they went into such a state where they lost thought of the world. They were in so much peace and happiness that they weren't really conscious to what was happening around them. And they ended up walking for 50 kilometers to Kiritpur Sahib, where it's a very mountainous, hilly area. And as they approached that area, Sankar Bachchan Singh Ji Aab told this to the Singhs and they wrote it down. They said the hills had a hole within them and a tunnel formed where a tunnel wasn't initially. And as the saying goes, they kind of saw a light at the end of the tunnel and they followed it through. And as they came out, an image started to appear in front of them. The image was of a sarovar, a beautiful sarovar, a beautiful pool like we have at Harmandar Sahib. And many, many trees. On the trees, there were these huge objects hanging off. And upon ins inspection, Vrde Marpur started seeing that there were shastar, there were talwara, there were pesh cubs, there were kirpans hanging off these trees. 
And they also saw these huge beings, not like the people of this world, they were massive, seven, eight foot. And they were also covered in qurbans. And as they were trying to work out what's happening, where have I come, what realm have I entered? One of the beings called them, said, Gurbatan, see what come here. And as they got closer to that being, they realized it was a sink. And the singh replied, I'm surprised you haven't realized, you haven't recognized your own people. And Radhi Mahapur said, who are you, where have I come? The singh replied saying, I'm Banda Singh Bahadur. There is the leader, the person that started your taksal, Baba Deep Singh Ji. Look over there, there's Pai Mani Singh Ji. Look over there, there's Pai Taru Singh Ji. Look over there, there's Pai Bajitra Singh Ji. And Radhi Mahapur said, where am I? What is this place? And they said, this is, not on, this is not a part of the world and it's not a part of the heavens. This place is called Shahidi Sarovar, the Sarovar where the Shaheeds remain. And Radhi Mahapur said, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you here? And Banda Singh Bahadur replied that we're waiting. Radhi Mahapur replied saying, what are you waiting for? And they said, we're waiting for the hukam from Guru Sahib to go back in the panth and do more seva by taking birth again and again and again. And after that conversation, he was told, Mahapurk was told to come back and that tunnel was never found again. So Saad Sangatji, we've seen many, many times these great souls come, whether it's in the form of Surume, whether it's in the form of great Mahapurk, of great Gursiks. And Shahidi is so powerful that it can be used at any point. Whenever Guru Sahib wishes, they send down souls within this bond to sort out the affairs of us. And that will continue to happen as well. With regards to Raj, it's important that we don't shy away from Raj. Guru Sahib ne aap kiya ke Raj karega Khalsa. The Khalsa will rule. And that quite literally means we will govern people. There's nothing to shy away from that as well. But what kind of a Raj will that be? That will be a Raj where everyone's looked after. Sarabata Dapala. And with regards to that Raj, there's a great Gurmukh quote by Rama Singh Ji, whose book he might have read. It's from Manmukh to Gurmukh. He was a Hindu, Pella, and his manager at work used to read Sukhmani Sahib every day. He was just saying, He fell in love with Sukhmani Sahib. Cutting a long story short, he had an itcha one day to actually see what Khalsa Raj would be like. And because he was such a great Gurmukh, Guru Sahib granted his wish. And whilst he was sleeping in a dream, a Shaheed Singh, a soul of these great things, and Singhniya came and gave him a tour of Khalsa Raj. And he narrates it in his book. He says that there were embassies in New York, in London, all over the world there were Khalsa embassies. And Amritsar, the whole city, was like heaven. And Harmandir Sahib had tunnels that stretched for many, many kilometers where people were doing Wahiguru Simran, Naam Simran. So Sahib Sangji, don't think that this time is far. Don't think that it can't be achieved. If we look back to the times of the 1730s, when there was a couple hundred thousand of us left and people were hiding in jungles, within the space of 30, 40 years, we took control of that whole region and created a Raj that the world had never seen before. So all it takes is a generation or two, and above all, Guruji's kirpa and blessings. I remember Mahapurk, great Mahapurk saying, someone asked them, 
When, how do we get Raj? How do we actually get Khalsa Raj? The Mahapurk replied by saying, when every Gurusik waits up to Amrit Villa, Guru Sahib will Ape give us Raj. The problem is that we're not ready for it. And even with those great souls waiting to be born, a Gurusik told me that there aren't wombs of mothers that are ready to have them. There aren't families that are ready to do the seva of those great Gurusiks. Hence, they haven't come yet. Just like we heard of Mata Gujuriji and Guru Tegh Bahadurji doing that much bhakti for Guru Gobind Singh to be born in their houses, we also need to up our game as future parents or current parents and do ardash to Guru Sahib. Say, Guru Sahib, Odadi Singh, Odadi Singh, Niya Sardik Arpejo. Please send those souls into our house so we can do their seva. But Guru Sahib is not just going to send them to any old Tom, Dick, and Harry, you know? Guru Sahib is going to send them to Gurusiks that are worthy of that seva. So that Raj we could create within our lifetime. So let's think big, but it starts on a small scale. It starts with our jivan and it starts with learning our itihas. Because from our itihas we realize what's, what's possible. The British, the Indian government of today will tell us what kind of a Sikh we should be. You should just give langar out and do nice things. When it comes to all this Shastra stuff, that's not you guys. By reading our itihas we find out who we truly are and what we've done. And what can be achieved with Guruji's blessings. And with regards to what those things and singing are achieved in those days, they have the exact same tools that we have. They had Guru, they have Bani, they have Simran, and they have Seva. We have the exact same things. So there's no reason we can't tap into it like they did. Just going forward, other people realize the power of, of Sikhi. There's an interesting conversation that I want to tell you about between Nadir Shah and Zakaria Khan. So Nadir Shah came from Afghanistan and looted uh, India many times. Following him was Ahmed Shah Abdali. And you might have heard in the 1730s where the Singhs would loot him as they were returning back to Afghanistan through Punjab. And you hear of Baba Deep Singh Ji returning those Hindu women and the Sikh women that were captured. So Nadir Shah was getting annoyed and also he was quite inquisitive. He's like, who are these random people that keep attacking me and getting away with it? No one beats me, but these people are different. So he went to Zakaria Khan, the governor of Lahore, who was trying to kill the Sikhs and he said, tell me about them. And Zakaria Khan, as much as he probably didn't want to admit it, said that, I don't know who these people are. Twice a year they come to Harmandir Sahib and they bathe in their pool and then they vanish. They live on horseback. They have nothing on their backs, but they don't seem to die. I've been trying for the past years to kill these people, but they just don't give up. And when Nadir Shah heard that, Nadir Shah said, Zakaria Khan, take care. The time is coming when these people will take your land. And within 10, 20 years that happened. So Sarsangji, going from that point where Singh Zidhi have jewelry to put on their backs, but still not giving up the faith in Guru Sahib and not giving up their Sikhi, then going to Raj. And I'll finish with a last Sakhi from a recent, <coughs> a recent thing in 1984 about how Shaheed Singhs and sh these, these souls still come and help us today. And many Singhs have even sing Shaheed Singhs. I talked to the group earlier about Baba Harnam Singhji, Rampur Kirawali, who actually saw Shaheed Singh when accompanied accompanying Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj. So in 1984 in Delhi, so the attack on Sri Harmandir Sahib, the genocide started in June. But then there, were, there was the Delhi genocide when Satwan Singh Biyan Singh killed Indira Gandhi on the 31st of October. 
and the Indian nation attacked every Sikh. And there was a Singh in Delhi with his family, I believe his wife and a small child, and they had Guru Granth Sahib Ji Maharaj Prakash at home. And the mobsters were coming towards their house and all the Gwandi, all the neighbors were watching because in Delhi, you might know, and even Punjab as well, you have um, terraces on your roofs. So they were all watching. And what happened is that Singh said to his Singh and, and, his, and the baby, to see Chaljo, I'm gonna stay because we have Guru Granth Sahib Ji Prakash. If I become Shaheed, that's fine. To see Chaljo, I'm gonna stay here, give my life to protect Guru Sahib. And he stands outside, tiyar par tiyar with a, with a talwar, and he is waiting for his death to approach him as these people are coming in the ginti of hundreds. And all the neighbors are watching, thinking, this guy's finished. As that crowd approaches with their swords, with their guns, with their kerosene, with their tires, they all stop instantly and their faces drop. And all of a sudden, they drop everything they have and they run backwards. The Singh's very confused, thinking, what's happening here? He's literally ready, ready to give his last breath and to kill as many of these fools as he can before he goes. And they've all disappeared within an instant. And at that point, the Gwandi are watching this spectacle and they come running down and they say to the Singh, where did they come from? How did you get them here so quickly? He's like, what you want about? And the Gwandi are like, who are those people that came behind you? And he's like, I was standing here on my own. I have no idea what you're talking about. And they said, no, 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 no. You had hundreds of Singhs standing behind you, very big people, and they all had weapons. The mob saw this and they ran off. And at that point, the Singh realized that Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj and sent the forge, sent the Singhs to protect that Singh and Guru Granth Sahib Ji Maharaj Sarup. That was only 30 years ago. There have been recent stories I can tell you about, but time won't allow. Stories in Smedic, if something happens in Smedic, can happen anywhere. <laughs> you all know that's true. Maybe if there's time to be vijar later, we can talk more about Shaheed Singhs. So takeaways. Guru Gobind Siddhi Maharaj said that the biggest stop, the biggest bhakti we can do is to give Shahidi. Is to give our life for Taram, life for Sikhi. But as well as giving and dying for Sikhi, Maybe even harder is living for Sikhi. Keeping Rahat, taking Amrit. Amrit is the backbone of Sikhi. Amrit to Bina, nothing happens. So we should all strive to take Amrit one day and come under the fold of Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj. And as we've seen, hopefully, from what I've just shared with you, if we have the bakshish, the blessings of Guru Gobind Singh Ji over us, what can stop us? What can hurt us? Our jobs, our families, money, anything in this world will be sorted. And also, whatever happens in the next world will be sorted as well. And so that's something you can't buy from anywhere else. And no one else in this world will offer you it. We have the same resources as those great Gursikhs did within our history. So there's no reason we can't get the same blessings from Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj themselves. And there's no reason why we can't see Khalsa Raj within our lifetime. Guru Sahib is ready to give it in the click of her fingers. We just need to be ready to receive it. So Saad Sangh Ji, while speaking, I would have made many, many mistakes. While sharing the Itihas with you, I would have made many, many mistakes. I asked Guru Sahib and the Sangat for their Asisa and their Mafi. We'll finish with some Gurbani Pankhtiya and then we'll head on to what the next part of the Dawan is.
Pollo Kamafti. He go bend he go pal he de alal pranat nat sakedin dard nevar he samrat agam puran mohe me atar and Kupa Mahapaya Nanak Paritari Ay Prabhisaranagati Kirpa Niddayal Ek Akhar Harman Bast Nanak Hot Nihal Vaheguru Naam Jaha Jaha Chare Sutare Pari Jo Shardakar Sev De Guru Pari Uttar Nahar Jog Jaradakar Sevade Guru Pari Uttar Nahare Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh